going on? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What's going on or what's not going on? Yeah, that's, uh, I feel the same way. Uh, you Life. know, it's, it's, it's when you have that project that it's already demanding and there's like deadline after deadline after deadline. And so you don't really see much of an end in sight. And yet there's life. And then there's life, you know, because. <laughs> oh, and it's back to school season, isn't it? Yeah, back to school. My, my daughter is starting her uh, freshman year in high school at a new school. Doesn't know anybody. Oh, yeah. You know, so there's. Oh, like, my gosh. Jeez. I mean, we were talking about this. It's just like, I, I, I can't fathom what is going on in her mind right now. Because when I went to high school. I went to high school. There was one other person I knew, so I kind of kind of relate. Okay, okay. I did because, switch high, switch from well, like one one area to another. It was a neighboring town, and one other person went, and we shared a locker together. So, so we were so the thing buds. is, is that <laughs> if you look across the room, and even though you know, because there's now like, like say if she was going back to the school that she was was originally supposed to go to in Maryland, even though there are other middle schools feeding into the high school you're still going to be able to look across the room and see people that you know, see people that you've see people that you want to avoid or, or that (laughs) since pre-K. See, she doesn't even know who those people are. This is net. And so, and so in a way, you know, there is the, and and what's interesting about it is she's taking it in stride. She's like, look, you know, I'm going to get involved with this. I'm going to get involved with that. You know, I'm going to need, you know, I need to meet people. So this is the way I'm going to do it. So she's literally just like, Diving in head first. She is your favorite. Which, we get it. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, and then, so that's tomorrow. And then tomorrow, my um, middle child, I will be driving him up to college to move him into the dorms and set him all up and get him ready to go and all of that other stuff. Which you and can never be fully prepared for. Never, never prepared for. I've got a friend of mine that works uh, at the firm with me and he just did that to his son. And even though his son. I like how he did it to his son. <laughs> yeah, he just did it to his son. So he moved, he moved his son to, uh, to his, his school. And he's just like. Good riddance. I, he has, <laughs> he, he has, he's been in school, you know, because he took the, uh, you know, he took the option of being in, I guess, COVID, you know, just stay home and, and go to a local school. So now, you know, everything's everything's getting back to normal big air quotes there and so he you know moved you know so now he's at a new school and he's just he texted me he's like look i'm just not ready i'm like i i can't even fathom it Uh, and totally and my wife has been looking forward to this day forever just to be able to experience moving him into school give him a kiss on the head and just say everything will be okay however she starts work tomorrow with her new school and so she won't even be able to be there with him as well and so she's all torn up he's like you know well nobody loves me they just you know Uh, there's only one person taking me up there only (laughs) like i guess i'm chopped liver oh you totally are (laughs) you know wow and then even my oldest who's taking some time off of school He's starting a new job as well. And so like, there's so much change. We just moved here. We've got a brand new house. We're still learning the area. It's all of these things just piling up, piling up, piling up. And meanwhile, 
there's still a project that's happening. Oh, really? And there's still Those deadlines that are happening and they just don't stop. Maybe if your project was properly staffed, uh, this wouldn't be such a oh. problem. Well, man, sorry to hear all that. I, I've had a similar week as well. I had a, I went into the dentist on Monday and I had a filling come out. <laughs> so I spent like hours at the dentist. Oh, I've got to get a crown. Now I've got a temporary crown. Well, the temporary crown has fallen off twice. I've had to glue it back on myself. I was literally gluing no. it on myself today. And my house went up for sale today. And guess what it takes to put your house up for sale? It's no big deal. It's no big deal. <laughs> oh my God. It is so much work. Well, let's see. It looks amazing. You've been <laughs> it looks better than it's ever looked before. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say I know that you have been working tirelessly trying to get this thing ready to go. Yeah. And in the meantime, also oh, and there's to, work. And there's yeah. <laughs> and there's work and, and there's podcasts. life yeah. and everything else. Right. But you were, you know, like as you're sitting here looking at like all of the repairs that you've just like, you know, put into like hyperdrive to get them done and all of the things to just clean it up. You're looking, I'm like, do I really want to move? I know. I know. <laughs> oh man. The waffling has been, the waffling is real. <laughs> the waffling is real. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah. yeah, it's big news for me this week as well. So man, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's a weird market. It's, you know, been explained to me that it's, <sighs> it's just going back to normal. That like it's not the hyper market that it's been, which is fine. I don't need <laughs> you mean when I bought yeah, well, my house? And- the the competitive bidding, the the short time frames, the you know, maybe it's a little bit oh, longer than that. We'll see what happens. I know. Yeah, I, I'm sure. <laughs> because I, I remember as, we yeah. as many as many times as I lost out on a house that like, oh, it hit the market. I get to let know, people down now. Yeah. It hit the market yesterday. <laughs> and you're like, wait. How many bids are there? How, yeah. how many offers are already in? Right. You know, it's just like, you know, you need to write an offer. And we're like, well, you know, they're asking is at our ceiling right now. Yeah. And like, well, you got to come in a little bit higher. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm not the buyer yet. Uh, well, yeah. we're, we're waiting on that part still. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, there there will be more to share as we figure out this journey and see what happens because we honestly just have no idea. And if nothing happens, we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but it's interesting. It's like, you know, at. you're, you're, I was on the, the buy side, you're on the sell side and it would, it, you know, it's really going to be interesting to have these conversations about, you know, that because not to say that I'm selling my house anytime soon, but you know, it just, I, I don't remember. I think the market was so crazy and we actually ended up selling our house in Florida to a friend. So we literally didn't have to do anything. It was just like, you know, he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. You know, it was, it was buy it <laughs> like as we is. shook hands. Yeah. yeah. As is. Yep. That's how we bought this place. It was as is we bought it. We had already been renting for five years. So I know that kind of a, a, of a transaction more or less was fairly simple compared to what we're about to embark on. Although I will say that he probably should have had a home inspection and all of that other stuff. Not, not to say that we were have been disclosed. Not to, no, 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 no. Everything was disclosed. I mean, he used to come over all the time, and you know, he knew exactly what he was getting into. The one thing that neither one of us knew, him or us, was the fact that, and if he would have had a an inspection, I don't know if this would have come up or not. 
But the sinkhole that basically collapsed the front corner of the house when he bought it might have been seen. When you, oh, real estate plus sinkhole equals. <laughs> Welcome to. <laughs> oh my God! Such a Florida move. That is that Florida man sells home with sinkhole. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So safe to say, it's monsoon season. Yeah. It rains when it rains, it pours. It just happens to be monsoon season right now. Oh my goodness. I am. Yeah. We're wiped. We're wiped. And, and I feel like, uh, the storm is just beginning. So, so now the, cause I'm witnessing it across the street, our neighbor across the street, um, which we just finally met really cool guy. We got a lot in common, like with our musical tastes and everything else. Now dude's leaving. Um, but he, um, you know, he just put his, his house just hit the market as well. But since we've been here, it's just been a flurry of renovations and, you know, he's just, you know, he had a yard sale. So we, you know, went over there and we were talking to him and stuff. He's just like, oh, you're an architect. Come, let me show you some of the things that I did. <laughs> you know? and, and like, you know, walked me through like the whole, you know, it's like, oh, what do you think about this? Why do people ask? Yeah. Yeah. Do I, do I need to be honest? <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's great. You asked. Here's the answer. Uh, yeah. We, we, we've got to. How do you answer that? When people are like, oh, you're an architect. What do you think about this renovation that I did? I did it myself. Who knew how to answer this question? And she um, would answer this when some people say there's no such thing as an ugly baby. <laughs> But I think everybody knows that that's not true, right? And it's not the baby's fault. It's nobody's fault. Like it's just, and then people say, oh, would you, do you want to meet my new beautiful? And, and she go, oh, what a little character. <laughs> oh, I thought that was so funny. And so that's what you say. Wow. Great character. Or quite charming. Charming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of personality there. Oh, well, I can go in a little bit more into what it takes to list real estate, but be first, I was supposed to remind you to rem remind me to do something. Yes. <laughs> That's I how was. it works around here. <laughs> so remind me to remind you to remind you to remind me to remind you. Yes, exactly. That we had something that we, we were had somebody to say. hack our website. We thought we took this down. Yeah, well, we did take it we, down. We somebody had. found this. <laughs> And somebody like, see what happens when you leave the back door open. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> finds the, somebody finds their way in. Somebody finds their way in. It, yeah. So uh, so we have somebody? we have to mention the name. So what we're talking about is uh, we we used to have this donation page on our website. The URL was not difficult to discern. We wanted to make it easy for people to donate to the Arca Speak podcast and support what we were doing here. And that, that's been down for a long time, but somebody found it and they probably went through old show notes or just used the search engine on, on the internet to find it. But that person was Sharice Lakeside, you know, the hashtag CSI Kraken and uh, our pal, she's the the queen. And uh, she just wanted us to say her name. So she she donated to get her name read on the ArcSpeak podcast. So Sharice Lakeside is the official sponsor of this episode of the Arca Speak podcast. We have to mention her oh, and thank her official. officially. All right. So this, this episode is sponsored hey. by Sharice and now we can move on. And by the way, can you uh, like 
go to the back room and like lock that door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make hey, make sure she's if gone. If people first. want to find this link, they can find yeah, it. I'm know, not right? going to stop them from finding that. From, yeah. From from just showing some love to the Arc Speak podcast. I mean, we can almost go buy some coffee now. You and I. Yeah. Well. One of us can buy the coffee. The other bud can watch us. That's exactly can, it. Can I lick the lid? Yeah. <laughs> you gonna you gonna drink all that? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you ever in high school when a guy would walk up to you, um, and you know you had like your your tray of lunch, and there'd be like a brownie or a cake sitting there, and they like stick their finger in it and say, "You gonna eat that?" Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So. Here's here's a new a new term for you. Uh, that at least it was new to me. All right. So have you you've heard this term about uh, being a control freak? I'm sure we've talked about it on the show. Uh, I am one, and so is my wife. But this is a new a new way to think about it. And this is to introduce yourself as a control enthusiast instead of a control freak, because one sounds derogatory, the other one sounds positive, net positive. I'm a control That's enthusiast. Right. That's right. You were and telling me about. Because I'm a control enthusiast, I basically shot all the photos for the listing myself. Yeah. And why? Well, because I can take my time. I can get the best lighting. Like somebody, Joe Random, shows up to to shoot at noon when it looks the worst. (laughs) Why why do I want that? Um, So, yeah, yeah, over the last week I've been shooting and, uh, you know, just cropping, getting the photos exactly how I want them. Now, when you engage with a realtor, right, to help you, to advise you through this process and to, to represent you, which is, I think, a worthy topic, getting that two and a half or three percent, you know, <laughs> or, you know, just from you and from the buyer, uh, p- potentially. Um, these are all things worth talking about is how they relate to architectural fees on projects as well. I can only imagine what they think when someone says, no, I took all the photos. It's like, because it's, it's part of their job to provide that as the service and they hire a quote unquote professional. And I have to tell you from all the listings I've been looking at, there are very few professionals out there shooting real estate photography, but they're all called professionals. I will guarantee you that because that's what they're selling their service as. And they are not, I didn't want that. Right. I want, like, we have put so much into this place over the last 10 years that I wanted to celebrate those things. I wanted to show off the details, the design, the the thoughtfulness, the, you know, the things that are unique to us having lived in this place, uh, which, you know, there's not a lot of places like that on the market. It's a lot of flipped houses that are made out of n- now entirely white and gray materials, right? Every right, photo right. is white <laughs> and gray, everything yeah. in our house is not that. And so, right, like I, I just wanted to actually, you know, get things in their best light because I understand how design sells and adds value to an otherwise mediocre um, listing, or it could be mediocre if it's, if the story isn't told correctly. So that's one of my control enthusiast uh, traits that I've got to exhibit in the last week. That was pretty fun. So is it actually up yet? I think it might be. It goes on to the multiple listing service, the MLS, and I don't know when that actually propagates out to any other service that's out there. So we'll see. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Officially today? It was officially today. And uh, so, yeah, mark your calendars, uh, August 24th. And 
we also had somebody come out today to shoot the property from a drone and we also had the uh the 360 photosphere walkthrough thing done so people could kind of check it out without coming to the house which i would appreciate don't don't come if you don't need to so yeah it's a it's the beginning of this process it's been it's not the beginning for us but it's the beginning of this new kind of chapter in selling a place and a lot of great insight from some close friends and that's been really helpful. And, you know, there's a lot of question marks out there about the market right now. And obviously we're in a fortunate position having been here for 10 years and owned it since 2016. We haven't owned it for the whole 10 years, but that would be, you know, we're in a fortunate position if, if the winds are blowing in a favorable position. So we'll, we'll see or in a direction winds don't blow in a position they blow in a direction but that that would be you know it'd be fun and we're looking to make a big move so um more will be revealed over time i think but uh, that's where we're at right now big moves we're just filled with big moves big moves in monsoon season yeah (laughs) i have a lot of travel dates coming up it's like wonder where i'm traveling from i don't even know if we'll be here (laughs) so yeah yeah. Yes, but yeah, you've got you've got a handful of like things going on. Yes. A couple of different um, a few things per month in the next few months for sure. Yeah, you got uh like NBC's going on, you've got the Entree Architect thing going on. I mean, and they're just like they're not you know one might be semi local, it's still a heck of a drive for you, but then you know, the next one's in Texas and just all over the place. So, I, I'm so. doing a keynote at uh, the oh, AIA yeah. annual meeting for AIA Kansas. That's right. I forgot about that. In yeah. a few, few weeks. I might be going to Kentucky for another conference. Kentucky. I don't. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, there's a lot going on. And I'm just thinking now, like, maybe not. Maybe some some of those will have to get put away, put off. So anyway, yeah, crazy. So you're you're going through a lot. I'm going through a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great craziness, but it's kind of awesome. You know, just the whole thing. Just yeah, kinda awesome. it is. It is. Well, I have another uh, em- email from a student that I thought we could take a crack at, and this is somebody who is entering their last semester at the University of Minnesota studying architecture, and the next step is going to graduate school in order to get licensure and to develop my education. So I don't know if those things are dependent on each other because they, they aren't, they don't have to be Um, anyway, but there, this is a path for sure. A possible path. So in, in reading that, uh, you know, they were talking about, you know, well, should I even go to, you know, graduate school? Should I, you know, work a little while and all these other things. And, you know, I, I guess because I was on a different path. I got my professional degree, my five-year degree, because I, at the time, was just thinking I just wanted to um, just work. I, I wanted to go into the profession and, and just work. And um, so I didn't really put too much consideration into potentially like teaching or anything like that. So I never really got uh, my master's degree. And, and so never I never really got it. I never really considered getting. Yeah. And I just, can I jump in and ask you, why did you want to work? Like there's a, there was definitely a pull there for you. Can you put words to that pull? Uh, Yeah. I, 
I had a kid. Yeah. Okay. I mean, How, I was, you had to provide. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, uh, I graduated, you know, when I finally graduated, I was 31 years old. I was ready to get started on a career. I mean, I was working for firms, but I was working for firms at minimum wage, basically doing drafting work and things like that. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I did do a lot of the things that I did early in my career, but I was getting paid much, much less than I, I was. And, and though that was fine at the time, I mean, you know, when I'm getting out and I can basically see that I could like double the salary that I was making when I was, you know, uh, an ungraduated uh, draftsman slash project architect, uh, you know, and having, you know, being a new parent, I needed to take care of that. That that was priority. There was no question. Yeah. Okay. Did I, I will say I did apply to several um, graduate programs and actually got accepted to several graduate programs, but I didn't really pursue them only because of the fact that I, my priorities were different. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and, and I will say that probably one of the things that I would have liked to have done differently if I would have done it differently is try to get that, that master's degree only for the fact that I, would have liked to teach. And that has been something that has prevented me at without a um, master's degree of being able to do. Kind of, right? You could be an adjunct. I was an adjunct for a long time. And I will say that adjuncts are kind of the the lowest rung on the ladder, right? So, so there's, you can't really make a living teaching being an adjunct. (laughs) That's a, you know, in my current state, that would be a reversal of fortune. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to do that either. Right. So, so I did that. And, and so this is always when I ask the questions, like, are you, you know, what, what do you want to do with your degree? What do you want to do with the profession? Or what do you want to do next? Right. Yeah, Cause exactly. there's, there's, you don't, it's like, you really don't have to decide what you want to be when you grow up for a long time. And that could change over time. And so I, it is a difficult question to answer because my experience also does not include graduate school. And so when it's, when you're looking at different schools, yes, if doesn't know exactly what to look for, what should he be looking for? Any tips on graduate schools in general? I, I can't speak from the lack of experience that I have in this area. I can just speak from my experience having not gone that route. And observations of others who have that, that I generally know very little about, right? So uh, we can get into that a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I look at it this way. It's like, so if you have an opportunity, say your only real goal in the profession is to get licensed and practice. Do you need a master's degree? Maybe you do if you're your degree track doesn't provide or offer a professional degree Um, because Mm -hmm. really, Oh yeah. If if you're like in a four plus two or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's all you and I needed was the five-year degree. We didn't need a four plus two or, you know, in my particular case, if I would have gone, I would have had, you know, five plus one, but a lot of cases, a lot of my friends ended up being a five plus two. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And, and no, I mean, at my stage, you know, again, at, at, at what I was, you know, planning on doing, it, I looked at, you know, I, I weighed my options and I was like, well, this is, 
I have what I need to do what I want to do right now. Yeah. My wife has a master's degree in architecture. She has an undergraduate degree in world arts and cultures, which basically means she could work in a museum and she's not doing that. And she was kind of sold on the romantic side of what an architect is and could be and had a actually horrible experience in school, which is where we met. Does the graduate degree matter to her at all today? Not one bit. And I would say to most people like that I've, ex- that I've observed, unless you need a specific degree from a, I don't even know if it needs to be from a specific place, but if it helps you specialize in something with a high level of expertise so that you can be making the income that you need to pay off that debt, I don't think it's worth it. But let me ask you this. If your end goal is to practice, what what high-end degree, master's degree, provides that speciality in school? I, I think it really it, doesn't. Well, so there are degrees out there that are in very specific things like computational design, building science, where you would become a specialist that would either consult to other architects or work as a very specific position in a large firm delivering that high-level expertise on projects. So that's what I was alluding to. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and, and yes, that makes sense because you know pe- there are people who do that. And there are also people who specialize in sustainable design and, and all of those other things that they do you know, go above and beyond. And so, okay. I, but I, I would ask I those people. I wouldn't ask us. <laughs> true, true. And, and like, if you wanted to talk to somebody about the sustainability side, I know someone with a PhD in that, and, and I could hook you up to talk to that person to get a very specific insight on their experience. And was it, cause I'm sure that they will tell you why it was worth it for them. Well, but so, so say for instance, you want to specialize in uh, net zero residential design. Rather than going the route of going to some degree that may not really give you that kind of speciality or that specifics of that particular pursuit, what you do is you graduate with whatever um, ability to get licensed as you can, and you go and seek out those specialists within the profession and go for work for them because you will learn so much more. On real about projects. how to do exactly well exactly. because a lot of graduate stuff is probably research based still at though in those kinds of subjects yeah it's it's uh again like i i just don't have enough experience to know and i i do know that there are people in the profession especially on the tech side a lot of master's degrees on the tech side who people who specialized in computational design and things of that nature who are now working building the tools for architects because they understand those workflows. They interned, they got jobs working for architects, but then they ultimately went on to, you know, find that specialty and and define it for themselves and get everything that they needed to really take, take off and run with it. Um, does that mean you have to do it at a graduate school and, and accrue the debt associated with that? I don't, you don't have to, absolutely not. Um, to Cormac's point, right. So you can go basically work, with someone or for someone who does that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't, you know, um, my wife has a lot of student debt because of this and she wishes that she never did it. And so that's her. I'm not saying that's you. 
Matthew Winans, right? This is who wrote in to ask this question. It really depends on what you want out of the profession next. And so I would really think of these as chapters, kind of like how we talked about in the last episode when we were answering Ian's question about what game do you want to play next? I I went back and re-listened to that episode. I think there's a lot of stuff in that episode that applies to this question loosely because this it's like what are the chapters in your trajectory and how do you want to define the next section the next chapter for you um like i was pursued by a university the one that i went to to become a graduate student so that i could quote unquote give back to the university i thought that was hilarious like i'm gonna go pay so that i can then because I, I was kind of a specialist in the tech side of things for the very few of us who were in, and I was considering going to graduate school, but like you, Cormac, I just, I kind of wanted to get into the profession and work on real projects because I knew it was going to be nothing like what school was like, and I was ready for a new adventure. And so therefore the new chapter. And I, I just felt like the way they were trying to sell it to me was all wrong. I'm sure it's not like that for most people. So again, like I, I don't know what it's like to pick a school to go to. Um, there's so, there's so many options out there. There's so much variability. So, well, you know, so like my particular school didn't offer master's degree in architecture, although they did offer master's degree through the college of architecture, design and construction. And, you know, they, they had one where if I wanted to, I could go over, um, to the building construction side of things and get a master's in construction management, or I could go to, to planning other options outside of that. But my tract was, I wanted to be an architect and work in the architectural field. And so I really didn't need anything more than that. What was interesting is like, so because these were, you know, at least the planning was newer, I was somewhat pursued by, by our planning Direct, you know, the director of, of that particular one to, to you know, consider going and, and doing some of that. And, and I, and I thought about it, but I was also equally pursued by, you know, we, we had year prior to graduation you know, we had a uh, job fair and I just went to the job fair knowing that I was a year away from graduation, just as more of experience in interviewing. And, and so, and, and I even did the job fair that was closer to, um, when I graduated just again to, you know, sharpen up my skills in interviewing because, um, I knew I wasn't going to be working, you know, all of the people who were at those particular things, I knew I wasn't going to be working for them because they were local to the state of Alabama and we were moving. But what was interesting is that when I, at the end of my fourth year and I did the interview um, process, I was like, so vigorously pursued by a couple of firms that I interviewed with during the job fair that even one of them was just like, you know, we'll send down some of our recent graduates to help you out with, you know, your modeling, your drawing, whatever, you know, it was just like, I was like, how, why see, this is why we should also teach business. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. How about you go get your MBA? Well, you know, it was because I missed such a business opportunity. Yeah, you did. (laughs) <laughs> to not only have somebody else do my work for me. Well, and you could just oversee but, it and stamp it like a real yeah, architect. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> if I only knew that. Right. Oh, man, that's that's a fun story. I kick myself often when I think about that because I, 
So not only, you'll love this, not only did I say no to them, but I also said no to the computer, which I had been, and if anybody knows my story, I had gone to school through third third year, then dropped out and worked for a firm for, for four years. And so I was clicking away on the computer, learning MicroStation, learning AutoCAD, you know, learning all the different delivery methods to being able to like deliver a set of construction documents. And then I go back and I, I used it for some of my earlier projects and stuff like that, you know, fourth year. And so then when I got to fifth year, what did I do? I drew a line in the sand and said, enough computer. We're going to do it all by hand. Yes. Because nostalgia. And I look at myself today and I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> really? I mean, if I could toot my own horn, some pretty beautiful pictures. Yeah. But really? But really? It's not, well, it, you, you, I'm sure you wouldn't trade that nowadays. You know, from that experience that you did have, even you making that potentially misguided decision, <laughs> I, it, it wasn't, right? Like you've, no, no, it's fine. I, I felt proud of what I accomplished. And funny enough, even with me doing things by hand, I outproduced everybody who was doing it back at the computer. Well, so, yeah, of nah. course. Back, yeah. So do we have any real tips for Matthew on this? I'm not sure. Honestly, I, it's, it's, and, and I would love to hear a follow-up to this from him on what is your plan for your next steps in the, in the profession? I mean, what do you want out of the profession? What are, you know, what are your short-term, long-term goals? Um, are, is there the ability for you to graduate with a five-year degree in the program that you're at, or do you need to get your master's degree? Because those are other, you know, considerations that you have to do is for you to get your licensure and your program and you don't, you know, you're not planning on moving somewhere else doesn't offer um, anything but the master's degree, obviously do the master's degree because ultimately at the end of the day, because then not only do you have your master's degree to practice architecture, you know, quite potentially graduating with or graduating shortly thereafter. I mean, uh, sorry, you know, like receiving your licensure upon graduation or shortly thereafter. So you have that. Then you also have your master's degree that if you so choose, to potentially do things like teach, it makes it a little bit easier for you. So having the master's degree really does open up a lot of different options. And if you want to go into research or if you wanted to, some of the special thing specialities that you know we were talking about, that is a master's track. Yeah, that's a really good point. And it wasn't one that I was really thinking of. But the uh, I, the people that I do know who have master's degrees, every one that I'm thinking of right now has also taught. So that is a that is a big piece of it. If that's something that you see as a part of your future, then that I would almost say is just a table stakes. I'm just thinking about like all the different registered architects that I know in um, at our firm. And it's interesting because you know, a lot of our firm is made up of basically two different two different schools, yeah, University of Maryland and Virginia Tech. And Virginia Tech offers a five-year professional degree. Maryland 
is the four plus two. And so if you are a graduate of Maryland, you either, you know, you have a master's degree. If you're a graduate of, of, you know, Virginia tech, you have a professional degree and you basically are, you know, you're, you're both just doing the same projects. You're doing the same thing because that's your track. You're, you're, you're licensed, you know, you've got your lead, you've got whatever. It's just a path. So it could also be that the decision of just what your school offers makes that decision a lot easier for you. Good luck, Matthew. I'm sure yeah. we, I'm sure we didn't help. <laughs> Probably didn't help at all, but I would like to ask you to maybe, maybe drop us a line and, and just kind of like, let us know. I mean, it would be really interesting to kind of understand what, you know, what path is offered to you. Cause I have no idea. Um, the, the pathway at, you said Minnesota. Yeah. So I mean, it could be the Virginia tech path and, and we're too path. lazy to look it up. So <laughs> I mean, too busy. I'm sorry. Life's yeah. yeah. Life deadlines, those things. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Talk to you in the next one. Great. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening. This show is part of the Gable media podcast network. See all the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. You can help support what we're doing here by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out, and don't forget to share it with your friends. We'd love to hear from you, so leave a comment on the website at arcaspeakpodcast.com, where you can find our entire catalog of shows. Talk to you soon.